Welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. It's me. I'm back. A new bitch out here in these streets. I'm just kidding. I'm just a new age, a new year of life, a new... I feel really, really brand new, though. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not sure what it is. I think it's just, you know, the blessings, the blessings and blessings. <laughs> um, nah, it's just life. I just feel really, 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 really good, which is great. Um, but yeah, back at it with my birthday episode. And I got a new mic that I'm really excited about and have my whole little setup going on. So hopefully we get the sound A1. And thank you to my day ones who were here when my stuff sounded crazy. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so we're just going to get right into these updates. It's been a while. Um, where do I even start? Ooh, first, I want to start by saying today, or I'm recording this on Thursday, actually. So today, which is September 10th, is Suicide Prevention Awareness Day. Um, and I just want to highlight that and um, pay my like respect and regards to everyone that we have lost to suicide and also share that um, suicide like is never the answer. If you ever need somebody to talk to, to speak to, y'all know I am like a DM, an email, a text away if you're my friend or whatever the case may be. Um, so I just want to highlight that and um just let people know that like you're not alone even when you feel like you are you truly are not you have people that love you you have people that care about you um the mind is a tricky tricky ass motherfucker so yeah so I just want to say and highlight that national suicide prevention month um and I want to highlight dead the silence again because that's what they're all about so Anthony Duncan and dead the silence definitely want to Shout out to you guys on the work that you're doing to prevent, you know, suicides from happening. It's like a, like a high cause of death. So just want to start off with that. Um, and yeah, let's get into my update. So, okay, so I think I haven't talked to y'all since my birthday. So my birthday was freaking amazing. First of all, last time we spoke was, or last time I recorded was in Tulum. Well, no, in Playa de Carmen, then I went to Tulum. I'm going to talk all about Tulum on the next episode. It's going to be about traveling. I'm going to have my friend Sandra on here who lives abroad. I just really want to like talk about being Black abroad as far as living goes, as far as traveling goes, and like the importance of that and how we need to like push that more. It's very, it's rare that you see people that actually live abroad and stuff like that. And one of my friends actually is living in Playa, which is why I went to go visit her. And I met other black people who were just like living out in Tulum now because of everything that's happening in the world. And it's just like really, really dope. And it's honestly like another option that people don't ever just think about um, when it comes like saving your money and just like, you know, just discovering the world, discovering yourself, like new perspectives. Every time I travel, I come home with like another layer of, of like myself and just like another perspective and just lighter. So I just want to like push that like traveling way more and actually living abroad and traveling alone. It's my first time. That was my first time traveling. I kind of solo dolo um, when I went to Tulum, actually. And I'm going to talk all about that because it was like the craziest things happened. I then lost, lost my card. I had to figure out how to do things with like no money because I didn't have my car. It was a lot going on. It was definitely a learning lesson. It was so much fun as well. And I'll talk about all of that on the next episode. But yes, yeah, so when I came back from Tulum, um, I really was going to start my 30-day fast. I kind of started in Tulum. Like halfway through Tulum, I stopped drinking um, and started my little fast and kind of had like an eat, pray, love like ending to that whole thing. But yeah, we'll talk about that later. But when I came back, um, super chill. My birthday was coming up on that Wednesday. I knew that I was going to skydive, but that's really all that I wanted to do was skydive because I really just wanted to like get back to working and grinding. And I don't know, I just really didn't have much many plans for this birthday, especially because of like COVID. It's just like, what really is there to do? Um, and I already did so much. Like I already like had a blast in Mexico. So I really wasn't tripping off any of that. Um, but the day before my birthday, I was watching the game. Shout out to Strong Black Lead. 
and Netflix for putting the game. Sister, sister, Moesha, I think Girlfriends is about to be on there. Um, just so dope, so dope. Um, having all those black shows like come back. But I was watching the game, mind my business. I think I was going to braid my hair just so I could be cute for my skydiving video because um, this natural hair game is just not, it's not for me right now. Like, I'm not sure people know, like, how much goes into, like, a black girl's curls natural hair. It is a lot. But anyways, that's another oh, story for another day. But I was about to braid my hair. And I got a knock on my door and it was my best friend, Shelly. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, Shelly just came and surprised. I thought she just, you know, was popping up. She lives in New York, but I thought it was just her. And then in comes my other best friend from Houston, Taylor. Like, it's like we were like the three musketeers, the three best friends that anyone could have. The the trio, like, that was like my, that is my crew since high school, even, well, actually since middle school, we rode the bus together in middle school and have been friends, best friends ever since. And Taylor came, she has never been to New York City. So it was just like, it was so crazy. And I just didn't expect to be around any family or friends. So I've been in Houston because COVID was crazy. So I decided to go to Tulum instead. And now I'm just going to wait to go to Houston later. So I definitely have been missing like my nigga niggas, like my, like, you know, like my Houston people, like my family and stuff like that. And Taylor surprised me. It was the sweetest thing ever. I've never been surprised like that in my life. And I just felt so loved, so special. It's been a crazy ass summer, hella ups and like hella downs for all of us. Like now I know this is not just me. This is just like everyone, you know, with everything going on. So just to like know that like, my people like thought about me like that much for my birthday and like came out here was just so special to me. Just reminded me of like what really matters and just who really matters. Um, we talk every single day, literally we talk every single day. So I'm not sure how they even hid that for me. And that day I was calling Taylor for some dumb shit, probably just to tell her something's really random. We talk about the, you know, best friendship and she was like, oh, I'm going to call you back. I'm talking to my mom. Didn't think much of it at all. I was like, damn, girl, you ain't calling me back. But, you know, like, who cares? So, yeah, she came in. I literally was crying. I was just so happy. Um, and that was the best birthday gift ever, to be honest. So that's how my birthday started. Um, spent the weekend with them. On my actual birthday, though, that next day, that Wednesday, I had already, like, booked my skydiving trip in Long Island and I was going one deep because, of course, everyone is scary and nobody wants to go with me, which is totally fine. I was like, I feel like it was a great experience alone also. Um, so that morning, my bir like, birthday morning, Wednesday, August 26th, don't y'all ever forget it, Virgo season. Um, I rode out to Long Island and um, went skydiving. And mind y'all, I've been trying to skydive for so long. My brothers go all the time. They always leave me. Y'all know y'all wrong for that. But um, I finally got to do it. It was an honestly an unexplainable experience. Um, I'll try to like walk y'all through it a little bit. So I just get there. And of course, like everyone's like super high energy, just super cool. Because I feel like anybody who skydives just has a different energy. Like you want a different type of time if you bought that life to jump out of a plane. Like, you know, you're a certain type of person. So everyone was just like real cool. Just a lot of different people from different backgrounds. Um, the energy there was great. I was chopping it up with everyone. Everyone just like a family of like skydivers or something like that. Um, and then um, I had like an hour or so before my actual jump. So I decided to like meditate and pray and um get like a little worship on or whatever just for like my birthday for one um just like set my intentions for the new year for my new year um and kind of let things go from like this past year and um I just felt so good though like this was one this was I kept saying it over and over again this was like my favorite birthday hands down and it was the fun birthday I didn't plan anything I just did what I wanted to do for myself and like everything kind of just fell into place like I didn't force anything. Everything just was like perfectly like divine. So anyway, so I did that whole thing with myself. Um, and my skydiving instructor was one fine as hell. Shout out to him. I forgot his name. But when I go back, I'm definitely going to 
have him do like be my instructor again and he was really calm so like I'm not well some of you guys I'm sure some of y'all have skydive before but it's like you have those instructors who were just like super raw raw and like yeah let's do it we're about to rock out and skydive like and then you have some that are like really just chill and like oh we about to do, do this we're calm and I'm so happy I had like a calm guy because I'm a pretty calm person too um and he just like eased everything eased me into it and he wasn't like doing the most um we really like were talking like and connecting so it was like okay I trust you for some reason I trust you so you about to do this it's about this plane um and it was just like a calm like serene peaceful experience and like exactly how I wanted to like enter the new year was like one um really like that me doing that by myself like kind of like symbolize just like how much I want to focus more on myself again this year you know like being out of a, a, out of a relationship and stuff like that for a couple of years like every single year focusing more and more on myself but this year I want to continue you know that process I'm um, in digging deeper into like who I am and who God wants me to be and so like doing that alone kind of like signified that and like that peacefulness of like it's okay to be alone. Like you got this and like the world is literally yours, which I definitely know that I live by that, but I just want to like get a refresher and, and, you know, I just be, I don't know. That's just like what I was thinking about like right before I jumped. Um, and also thinking about like surrendering to the possibilities. We talked about that on the previous episode and just like letting go of all like old shit and old baggage and just like being who the badass like that I freaking am like and just like growing up because I am getting older and it's so crazy and I feel that everyone's like when you get like closer to 30 you like really start to come into like who you are start caring like stop caring about certain things and start caring about like things that you know like really matter and like fulfill you and stuff like that and like that's just truly how I feel I feel so good y'all I'm not even gonna lie I just feel really good and I felt good jumping off that plane so one thing that you get when you jump out of the when you skydive is like a skydiver's high mind you okay so we're 10,000 feet in the air that's how high you are and the craziest part about it is like the free fall because like you literally are just falling from 10,000 feet down then the parachute comes up and that's when you're kind of gliding and like that's when you do all the tricks and you know you just like up in the air, literally finger feet dangling just in the air. But the craziest part is that first jump and it feels like euphoric, blissful, like nothing else in that moment matters. Like, but that you can't even think about anything else. And it's just like, I'm not sure what that chemically does to the brain, but baby, like that was one of the best feelings ever. Was it better than sex? Nah, but like it was like up there to like euphoric feelings, you know. Um, and some people like describe it as like really like legit a high, and that's how people get addicted to skydiving, addicted to like high adrenaline sports and stuff like that. I definitely would. I want to skydive everywhere. Like I want to whenever I travel, I want to skydive in every like country that I do that at. That's gonna be definitely my thing. Um. Hopefully my family and kids are down. If not, mama's going to leave them to do that, which is totally fine with me. But yeah, so it was like at first it's scary as hell and then it gets really, really peaceful. And I think that also symbolizes something like just go for shit. Like you're so scared at first for all kind of things, relationships, jobs, careers, like everything anything that means something is going to be very much so scary at first until that piece like comes along you know what I'm saying and that's exactly how skydiving felt I might sound super um hoteppy as hell right now but I'm dead ass I'm for real um anyway so yeah when you and then so I landed super gracefully um, like the gymnast that I am, I landed just like, boop, I wasn't tumbling, fumbling on my feet. They said I was like really good at that. I was like, Amy, let me find out. I'm a professional skydiver in this bitch. But yeah, so 
when you land, they kind of like ask you questions. And I have this super dope video. If you haven't seen the video, it's on my Instagram. Like they do a whole production. It's amazing. Shout out to Long Island Skydiving Center. I believe that's what they're called. Um, but yeah, so I really just felt high. And they were like, okay, so um, the meal that you have after, so basically they were explaining to me like how I'm going to feel after, like for the rest of the day. And even there like for the rest of the week because of like the adrenaline and they were like, everything you eat is going to taste good. Everyone's going to like be more amazing than they are. Like as if I'm like drunk or some shit like that, I guess it's just like, you really do feel that, that euphoria for a long ass time. And I was like, okay, I like, I'm not going to feel that, but girl, not even girl. I know there's hella boys on here too, but y'all, I literally felt so peaceful like, you know, that type of peace, you know, when you're at peace, right? But this was like another, another level of it. And it was like, I, it, and I'm still on that, honestly, just, I think just from just everything period, but that day and the day after, and just that weekend, I felt like peaceful and just like love and just like very like, aligned and like divine and like I wanted for nothing needed for nothing and everything that I had was like totally fine and they were saying that like I guess it's a part a part of like doing something so scary like afterwards like that it just gives you like that feeling and also just like actually jumping out of a plane and just like what it does to you is just like a whole thing it's called the skydiver side and I definitely see why people get addicted to it it's so freeing some people will say it's like the closest they've ever felt to like God. Um, I'm not sure if I would compare it to that at all, but you definitely are up there and like humans don't go, aren't up there. Like if, unless you're in an actual plane, there is no reason that you're just flying in the sky with birds and stuff and like in clouds. Like we were in a cloud, like I was in one. I feel like I just went through one at one point. So yeah, yeah, I can like go on and babble on about that and my whole tap skydiving experience, but I will definitely spare you guys on that one. Um, if you have never skydived before, I suggest that you do. If you're afraid of heights, don't do it because you probably will have a freaking uh, panic attack on the way down. But it's not even as scary as you would think. It's like when people say it's so amazing, it's just because it's just literally like an experience. It's not even like, I feel like I've been on rides that might have been scarier than that. Like, what was that thing at Astroworld that you just like the highest, the drop? I forgot what it was called exactly, but I feel like that was low key scarier than actually skydiving. So, yeah, skydiving was amazing. That's my little tidbit on that. Um, and yeah, so spent the rest of the week with my girls, my best friends, Taylor and Shelly. I love y'all so much. They made it like the best birthday ever. And my roommates also, we, we went out to dinner at like a rooftop in Manhattan, super small, just us um, on that, on the day that I skydived my actual birthday, my roommates decorated the house, um, Lucy and Lulu, you guys like brought gifts, people like brought gifts and stuff. I'm like, dang, like, I don't know. I think, feel like I've never been like a super birthday bitch. You know how some girls are like, it's my birthday and they just make it like a whole thing. Like I'm not re- really that person. Um, I don't think I am. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong. But um, so I never really just like even tell people like my birthday is coming and people don't even know. And I don't really make that big of a deal out of it. Really, I might throw something, of course, but I don't know. But it was just like I really felt like so much love on my birthday. It was so amazing. Then Friday, y'all, they threw me a party. We had so much fun. Um, All my friends, like all the friends that could make it that are in New York were here. And most of the times, like, I'm known for throwing, like, a good-ass party. Whether it's a birthday party, a themed party. Every Y'all know every holiday season we have. Me and Blake have the frolic. Like, throwing parties is my thing. Um, but always in Houston. I never throw parties out here because, like, literally my whole, all my people are out there. I'm still cultivating my community out here. So this, this was my first, like, party here and it was so much fun we played like hella games y'all know I'm a ga- I love games we played this freestyle game called in the classroom where it's like you kind of like bounce off it's like I'm getting brain in the classroom and it's like I'm about to 
wait, that was that was so bad. Let me start over. I'm really sucking at this because it's 3.48 in the morning and I'm trying to freestyle. So you can be like, you run a game in the classroom and then somebody is like, but nigga, I'm getting brain in the classroom. And then somebody can be like, what you saying in the classroom? And then somebody can go, I'm saying that your breath stank in the class. I don't fucking know. But anyways. We did way better than that on the actual night because I, I'm doing this at 3.40 a.m. sober as fuck. But it was a whole funny ass game. And literally I had all my friends just like freestyle and stuff like that. It was hysterical. They were actually really good. Like, and, I'm not, and a lot of my friends are from Houston that are, are here. But I have a lot of like international friends too. And everyone was doing so good. And then you play this other game, like this dance game as well. That is like always so much fun. Um, but yeah, um, I definitely felt all the love for my birthday and thank you guys. If you did come and you're listening, thank you so much for coming. It really, truly meant the absolute most to me to see like the faces that actually showed up. It meant so much. And, and anyone who wished me happy birthday, thank you. And like, I've like, was starting this new year, um, praying for more meaningful friendships and relationships in NYC specifically and like wanting to like nurture the ones I do have already because like I feel like in Houston I have a whole clan like like the city everyone you know what I'm saying that's just like my space I want to start to create that here in New York City because there's so many amazing people here as well um but this birthday made me realize like yo you have that already like nurture those and continue you know to do you like which is what I'm doing of course but it just reminded me like of the beautiful and amazing people that are here and are in my life and I love y'all to death and thanks for making my birthday so special. Um, and thanks for all the black don't, black-owned goodies. It was hella black-owned drinks that were brought. That was really cool. And I love you guys. Um, but yeah, so what else happened? So my birthday happened. Well, and then reality hit. Reality hit and was like, girl, you have been on a roll for like goddamn three weeks basically it's time to get back to like work although I, I was working in between it's like it was time to just like chill and balance everything out um so definitely got back to my workouts y'all I tried hit workouts those hit workouts and I want to hit whoever created that freaking workout like possibly smack them in the face because it's like super intense I don't know I love them though I really think I'm addicted now but at first I was like yo who made this this is hard but it's like high key addicting and it feels so good and it's like I don't know it's something about it it's just like you don't want to quit when you're actually doing a hit workout so that's one of my new things of course still running um I actually ran the day after my birthday party like the bad bitch that I am. I was like, hey, I'm out here. Um, yeah, so hit workouts, still doing the yoga, meditation. I hope y'all are still on y'all's um, physical fitness and stuff too. Um, definitely try hit. That is amazing. It's super fun. And I'm trying to see if I did anything differently with my workouts other than hit. Yep, just hit. Um, and then also I did start my 30 day fast. So we're on day. We're on day 11. Oh, shit. That's kind of like halfway through. Well, could I'm really ending it early because I started kind of early. Anyways, none of y'all's business, really. But, um, not drinking for 30 days just to give my body like a nice little reset and um, I do that like all the time at least like twice a year um, especially with quarantine people were drinking so much during quarantine I know we were over here and just everywhere with everyone that I was with so definitely doing a little fast from that and um, that's been pretty cool I've been drinking hella kombucha whenever I go places um, and I had, did have someone put wine in my kombucha at a party and it wasn't too bad. Although it was like, nigga, are you trying to break my fast? But, um, it, whatever. Um, my intentions are pure. So, you know, 
I can do what I want. Anyways, so that's been going really good. Um, let me know if you guys started the 30-day. I know some people did start it before or if you plan to do it. Sober October, um, sober November, December, whatever. Really good to do it before the holiday season because holiday season, baby, we turning all the way up. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part, those are my updates. So much more to talk about, but we'll talk about that next week. So we're going to move on to the advice topic. I feel like I've been rambling for so long, y'all. Y'all love me, though. So for the pen pal letters this week, um, we actually don't have any, or I couldn't pull them up because they were in my old phone. I got a new phone. Um, So I want to share a funny tweet, honestly, that was just hysterical to me. Let me pull it up. And also, guys, don't forget to always email me, DM me, whatever at for well, email me at p- penny period anassi at gmail.com for advice. Always anonymous. Love hearing y'all's stories and um giving my unsolicited well, it is solicited, but my advice that I'm not no one's expert, but I just love to see what y'all got going on. Um Okay, this is a tweet. It's really random as hell. Y'all gonna be like, girl, what? But um, someone tweeted, men get a haircut and suddenly they got 20 errands to run. Get your ass back in the house, whore. And then I'm not sure if y'all know that um, that um, video clip of I think it's Black Youngsta and he's saying whore. 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 Hysterical. So, man get a haircut and suddenly they got 20 errands to run. Get your ass back in the house. And that shit is really hysterical because as soon as dudes start to get haircuts and stuff post-quarantine, they start to switch up. They start to act like brand new. It's like we saw y'all without those. And they just, it's re- I feel like, but that's really how I feel when I get my eyebrows done or I get my hair done or something like that. I'd be ready to see everybody and be, be ready to do everything. But it's funny that boys are like that, too. Get your ass back in the house. I'm just kidding, guys. Y'all better flaunt y'all's little haircuts while you can before y'all bald and don't have no hair. But, yeah, so that's not advice or anything to do with the pen pal letter. But um, I think whenever I don't feel like doing advice, the pen pal letter part, I'll just share a really funny tweet. So that was that for the pen pal letters. But y'all need to send me y'all's questions and stories to pennyperiodanassi at gmail.com. All right, we're going to move on to the next segment, change. Okay, for change, I'm so excited about this one. Um, I probably don't sound excited at all, y'all, because it's 4 a.m., but I am excited. For change, I want to shout out Love Renaissance. It's a record, well, not a record label. It's a management company. They manage Summer Walker, Drum, Black. Um, they are ran by first-generation Africans. Um, one that I know, one of my, my person, like who, one of my personal faves is Justin, just Justice, Justice wears cool pants. Y'all, I'm really happy to sleep. I just called that man Justin. I just talked to him today. Justice. Um, and yeah, so Love Renaissance, if you guys don't know, um, their goal is to make love cool again. And they have five founders um, and they felt like music was in a really dark place and wanted to create a business that served as an inspiration of, to people from every walk of life. So they created a creative agency, management team and record label. Um, like I said, it's home to Summer Walker, Black and like many more. They have a lot of upcoming artists as well. Um, They made this from the bottom, like by themselves on their own, like period. And they are the first to have a mental wellness division. And I'm just mental health. Like I love this. Like I, one of my dreams is to definitely work and it's not even a dream. It's going to happen. Goals. Um, work at a label or work at a 
companies, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and like be like a chief impact officer, like when it comes to mental health and mental awareness um, and just kind of run that, like how they have diversity and inclusion um, officers and things like that, like, but a mental health aspects for like a company that it would be a dream. Does that even exist? I feel like it's just now starting to exist or even barely. Um, I feel like the I would have to create that role and I'm definitely going to do that. But anyways, I'm rambling again. Shout out to Love Renaissance for they get change of the week because I've been waiting to see this. Like I told y'all before, like whenever I work somewhere, I ask about shit like that. And they always say labels that I've worked at, they'll say um, it's a lot of red tape, you know, um, really it's the manager's job to make sure of the wellness of the artist or there's no insurance it costs too much. It's too complicated. All these things. And it's like, okay, cool. So y'all are cool with one of y'all artists just popping hella pills and committing suicide because y'all thought it was too much red tape to get your most money-making artists like some help when you know that the music industry and fame is a silent killer. Not even a silent, it's a loud killer. It's like, oh, I bet. And these... And, Love Renaissance proved that that's possible and they don't have nearly as much as like the major labels have. You know what I'm saying? Not nearly as much. And they still did that shit. Like shout out to them, y'all. That is so amazing. Um, So this is coming from Fast Company. This is what they told them. Fastcompany.com. Um, this is their statement. It started out with us trying to improve the way that we operate and how we relate to one another as five founders. But then we realized that all of our different artists have different needs with the issues they deal with on a day-to-day basis. We've always tried to curate a culture that was friendly to artists and our team. So we're building things out tailored to each person. So, according, yeah, and this is, a, this is another fact. According to a 2018 study by the Music Industry Research Association, of musicians reported battling symptoms of depression. That's twice the rate of a general population. Another study in Sweden found that 73% of independent musicians have battled stress, anxiety, and depression. This doesn't even have, they should list out everyone who committed suicide as well, because like, it's wild and it's not fair. The people who bring us so much joy are suffering so much and we just like are watching it happen. That never sat right with my soul since I was like 16, like, seeing people drag Justin Bieber because they thought he did cocaine. I literally was screaming at TMZ at the TV and my family was like, girl, you don't even know him. I'm like, it doesn't matter. He's a human being. It doesn't matter. He doesn't deserve this. Anyway, um, but yeah, so um, Love Renaissance and their artists have, and Love Renaissance artists and their teams, um, they have access to meditation sessions and coaching while they're on tour. They have a life coach and a family therapist. Her name is Sharita Butler. Shout out to Sharita Butler. Um, That is so freaking dope um, that this is actually a thing and it's actually happened. I really can't get over it. I'm really excited about this. Um, It actually happened a while ago. No, not that long ago. This happened in May. This is new, 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 new news. And I'm kind of mad it wasn't like put out there more. I only know about this because of justice. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to see if there's any other info. Here's another statement that's really good. When a company signs an artist, they encourage them to focus on their performance abilities by providing vocal and dancing coaches, trainers, etc. But they don't ever think about providing mental health support so artists can build a solid emotional foundation before they find themselves in a high pressure situation on the road. Sharita Butler, that's what she said. Yes. Oh my God. I like speaking my language. My practice is about understanding and teaching how to combat anxiety and high stress, high performing environment, whether you're a creative executive or staff member. It's supporting people and understanding and learning how to meditate and taking holistic ideas and putting them into practice, whether that's a sound bath and supporting people in understanding where they hold stress and where they hold energy and teaching about cultural awareness and cultural competency. I'm going to have to reach out to Sharita 
she sounds like she'd just be a great mentor or maybe just have her on the podcast. Like, I love this. And, you know, you guys know Summer dealt with like a lot of social anxiety. That was a whole thing. Um, yeah. So I'm going to stop blabbing on that. Not even blabbing, but yeah, that is change of for this episode, especially since today is Suicide Awareness Day. Shout out to Love Renaissance. Shout out to Justice Baden and the whole entire team. Y'all are amazing. Thanks for caring. Thanks for being Black men that care deeply about like y'all's own personal emotional health and like well-being um, and caring about like your artists and not just like what the money that they're making from you guys. So lit. Can't wait to see like what you guys do with that. And I'm glad you guys were like the pioneers for that. And I love it. I love it. I love to see it. All right, y'all. We're going to go on to our next segment, which will be my two cents. Bye. Well, not bye, but my two cents. All right. So for my two cents, I want to talk about the Black Love series on OWN. So Twitter has been dragging the hell out of this Black Love series. Um, and it's so crazy because I started to watch it this summer. Um, maybe like a couple months, maybe like two months ago, I was just like diving into like all things like relationships, love, wholeness, like all of that. Like I was just diving all up into it just because I just love to just know about stuff like that. Like I'm a simp. I'm just really a simp, I think. I don't know. But I just, um, you know, I love to research on all those human type of things. So I found the Black Love series and it's, I watched it before, but um, I was watching like a lot of their panels and stuff like that. And I was like, this is really, really good. So basically it's, um, let me pull this up, y'all, because I definitely took it away. So the Black Love series is a series created by Cody Elaine Oliver and Tommy Oliver. Just wanted to get there and make sure I got their names right. And they're both, um, they're married. And the reason why they created the show, from what I remember, is that they met, started dating, quickly were like, yo, this this works. Like, I think, like, you're the one. They actually, like, knew. They were like, I don't think it gets any better than this on both ends. And they got engaged after six months, moved in together after three, I want to say, or two really quick. Everything happened just very, very fast. Don't quote me on the exact timeline, but they were engaged and married after six months. Married after six months. Crazy, right? Um, and they created this series because they were like, they wanted this to work. They wanted their relationship to work. And they were still in butterfly stage. Well, not butterfly stage. What the fuck? You do have butterflies, though, during the honeymoon stage. So it could be either one. But they were in the honeymoon phase when they got married too and they were just like they wanted this to work and they made it kind of like their life's work and their purpose together as a couple to just like discover the stories of like black love and like learn from different couples so that you know like they don't make those same mistakes and they just navigate their relationship better because they made that commitment under god and they're christian and everything super dope couple um and they created the series simply because of that and it got huge got picked up by own literally just candid conversations on the couch with two other couples about you know how they met what they went through what was the point where they knew that they you know each other was the one after even knowing that all the shit that happens in between that um all kind of stuff everyone's story is so different but yeah I get on Twitter the other day look the show is amazing the panel's amazing the love story is amazing not because it's just all about love, but just because it really just shows you that, like, everyone's love story is different. But anyways, I'll get to that. I got on Twitter. It's a new season. They're on season three on OWN Network, if you want to check it out. Um, and they also have, like, hella clips on YouTube if you want to check it out, too. Very informative. Um, yeah, so Twitter was dragging the hell out of the series because I guess, you know, how... Love is a struggle, period. And I feel like 
as we are progressing as a society and as like even like genders and stuff like that, like it's not this whole same old thing where the girl has to, the black woman has to just deal with all the man's shit, whether he cheats, whether he does all kind of stuff, leaves her, comes back. She just kind of deals with it. Like that story is kind of dead, right? But of course, some people still have that story. And whatever story that you got, like that's your story. But it was this one story about this lady who um, was dating this guy. They were dating and they got, they thought they were each other's person. Then he just kind of up and kind of gets like, kind of like starts to reject it or whatever. And for whatever, you know, his reasons were. And he had hella trust issues. He was like, it was, you know, his past relationships. He didn't want to repeat the same mistakes, that whole thing or whatever. And so he stopped dating this girl who, you know, they, she really thought that they were about to really be together. So y'all, this lady, so she goes on by her business whatever they have separate lives um and um I think what happened is two different stories I think so they link up for whatever reason like maybe a year after they break up or six a couple months y'all don't call me in on any of these days they link up after for some reason before they link up she's like yo I'm about to go get his name tatted on my ass on my booty like a grown-ass woman well, she was, she was like 25 or something like that, or 26. And she literally gets her nigga's name. Well, it wasn't her nigga because they broke up. He broke up with her, but got the name tatted on her butt. And her reasoning was because she wanted him to know and everyone else to know, whoever she messed with, to know that this would always be his ass and and that's on period, basically. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the clip so y'all can just get the gist of it. Because me saying it sounds crazier than it really is. When I actually watched, I was like, "That shit's crazy," but it ain't that crazy. Um, so here's the clip. Okay, so y'all heard the clip, but yeah, of course, Twitter had a field day with that, um, and they were just kind of like saying that own is perpetuating this you know how people get on twitter let me see one of these i was like y'all need to relax it ain't your booty so why you worried about it um okay y'all here's the clip this name on my booty where oh my Before I went to go meet him, I got a tattoo. So I tattooed his name on my booty. Where? On my booty. Where? On my booty. On your booty. Yes, you did. And we were broken up. Yes, you did. All my friends were like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you tattooing his name on your ass when you're not with him? And I said, because this is his ass. If he ever comes back for it, I'm going to give it to him. And anybody I'm with needs to know. So I'm putting it there. So if they know, if it happens, they already know it's his. <laughs> and my friends were like, you are crazy. I was like, I do not care. That's just what it is. I know that's what it is, right? So I go meet him in uh, San Luis Obispo. I walk into the hotel like we were so happy to see each other. I got a fly ass room. It's amazing. Fly view. Right on the beach. Yes. So, um, you know, it's that time I take off my clothes and then I just turn and walk away from him. He goes, what is that? And then I was like, take a closer look. And he was like, that's my name. You put my name on your ass. <laughs> and I was like, yes, because it's yours. It's always been yours. It's always going to be yours. And I don't know what's going to happen with us, but that's just what it is. <laughs> I love uh, him. He's so cute. Got a big leg Look at his little grin. Inside, I like the dance. I'm mad. It was great. To me, when she did that, it was like, okay, hell yeah. We'll we we got to make this work. We got to figure this out. Before. Okay, so mind you guys, I know it sounds wild, 
mind you guys, there's way more context. Of course, no one watches the whole show but me. Um, but basically, he had a backstory to where his past relationship, who was actually who he married, he ended up marrying this girl he knew for like years, um, a friend that he was friends with for a long ass time. Um, they get married. And they got married after, I guess, she, she got pregnant first. And they were his kids that, well, he thought they were his kids. So they end up getting married. He thinks, like, this is who he's supposed to be with because they knew each other for so long, all that shit. And um, he got his kids, everything, whatever. Um, but he would wake up and be like, yo, like, he wouldn't be like, damn, I don't know if this she is even for me, like, after a while, you know, how that goes. Well, maybe not because I don't think none of y'all are married, but. You know how it goes in regular relationships. So, yeah. And, y'all, he realizes that or they, it comes out that the kids weren't even his. So, he has mad trust issues now. And, like, so, for him, the whole tat on the ass thing was it. And the only reason why, like, no, like, he didn't even tell his the, the lady who got the tat on her ass, like why he broke up with her and stuff like that. But it was really because of his trust issues, like because of his past experiences. And so her getting that tat really like was something for him. And it's like, although it sounds wild and crazy to us, like, yo, girl, y'all was broken up. Why would you get a nigga's name tat on your ass, period, broken up or not? Like, what? that's what worked for them and that and they are honestly the cutest couple that I've seen on black love you can see their love like it's joyous it's jovial they've been together then they're one of the oldest couples too and they just be kikiing they just be kicking shit just a cute ass couple with lots of life but anyways um back to the story at hand um yeah so twitter of course is dragging this and saying that like stuff like this the deck degradation and humiliation of their own people and it's like I'm convinced that own is trying to pollute the minds of black women um just going in talking about this nigga dogged her out and this 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 and then I'm like you're and I'm just like y'all like your story is your own and like we always are trying to talk about we need more black tv we need more representation and stuff like that and whenever we have, even like when Black as Fuck with, um, came out with King of Bears, everyone just like chopped that up. Like when it's like the Black that you like, that isn't the typical or when you, you know, hear stories that like aren't your typical, that doesn't mean it's not Black. That doesn't mean it's not a part of our culture and a part of like our stories. These are real stories, real people. And the reason for this was to show that like love is developed in all different kind of ways. One thing you'll learn if you do watch a show is that not one story is different. You have the whole best friend to um, husband and wife friendship. You have the one night stand to husband and wife um, relationship. Like you have all kind of, so you have the, oh, we met, departed for two years, like so many different stories, so many different timelines, like Whenever it's your person, that's your person, regardless of what the hell is going on with you, with them. And um, it also does show you, like, all the barriers, like, to get to, like, that love and to get to that person within yourself and, like, within you guys together. It's like we are layered as complicated, complex humans. Um, and a lot of the times we're not even fighting each other. We're fighting our own battles within and it's projecting on each other. Um, so even just like dealing with that and it's a great show. And if you are a simp like me, um, and you just like want to learn more about love and relationships, definitely watch that show. It's so lit and it's just, it's beautiful. It's funny, wild stories. Um, it's black excellence. And the fact that Twitter is dragging it and saying that it's polluting our minds, like y'all be real. Like your auntie is probably polluting your mind. Like she probably... Got a nigga name tag on her ass too. Relax. It's not that big a deal. Um, so yeah, those stories are amazing. I wish they would share other stories. And I, you know, the bad stuff always gets recycled the most because people love to be rageful and stuff. But I love the Black Love series. Just want to shout that show out. 
Um, they, have, they have a whole website with like lots of like articles and amazing things, a great platform, a great series for black people, for black love, stand black love. Um, and yeah, I think that's a lot to say about that. I hope I touched on everything. All right, we're going to go on to our next topic, which will be gold. Okay, for gold, I want to shout out my brother, one of my best friends, Blake Campbell. Um, Blake is definitely going to be on the podcast one day. We had a whole show together, the continuous conversation. Blake is the reason why I do any of this. Like, he saw this, all of this in me since undergrad or even before that he was pushing me to do a show for so long before before like podcasts were a thing before everyone thought that they was a content creator and before this before Instagram me and Blake was on YouTube chopping it up just like this so shout out to Blake my dog my friend um he recently just like which not shocking at all not recently but maybe last year he dropped music and his music is amazing. It's fire. It's so good. Um, and he recently dropped a music video for notice, which is, um, one of his singles and Raquel shout out to Raquel. Love you girl. She's like the lead in there. Um, and yeah, the music videos out, it's on YouTube notice. I just wanted to um let you guys know that and support his ep it's on all platforms um and shout out to blake and i will put his link under here for his ep for his video and everything like that i'm getting so tired y'all it's 4 30 i'm getting delusional but i love y'all um but yeah notice Y'all make sure y'all cop that. That hat that I always wear, it has like a tongue sticking out with like the smiley face or whatever. That's like his merch and stuff too. So get the merch, um, get the music, play that shit, run that shit. It's good. And I'm not just saying that because he's my friend. I don't do that. I don't support trash music. So love you so much, Blake. Um, Y'all check out Notice out now everywhere on all platforms. Yes. We're going to move on to our last topic. I'm going to take my ass to bed. Our last topic, peace of mind. Musa, motherfuckers. Yeah, I said I was going to stop cussing. I really did, y'all. I don't cuss that much, though. I think I was being a prude at that moment. I was trying to be a prude, but whatever. All right, let's go on to our next topic. Peace of mind. Y'all, I can't believe we're already at like 50 minutes. We never go this long when it's just me. But we're about to wrap it up. I hope you guys are still here with me. Y'all better be. I know that y'all are. Everyone always listens all the way through, according to the analytics. I love you guys. But okay, about to wrap this up. And today, I wanted to talk about PMS and how it, like, in regards to, like, mental health. Like, it's a whole thing. We always hear about PMS since, you know, since people started PMSing and it's just like okay you get mood swings you're craving things you are emotional and all that type of stuff but it's an actual it's actually in the DSM and then so PMS is just like the politically correct term for premenstrual dysphoric disorder and it's categorized and it has its symptoms and everything so symptoms of premenstrual dysphoric disorder, better known as PMS, are the classifications and diagnoses are one, anxiety, two, hyperhydration, three, cravings, four, depression. And um, you can either have one, all, two, three of those, but all those together equal PMS or whatever. Some of those equal PMS. And the reason for that, we all know, is like the hormonal levels, specifically the estrogen to pro-estrogen ratio. And so a physiologically normal woman will have a pro-estrogen to estrogen ratio of 120 to 1. And when you're PMSing, you will have some crazy shit like 48 to 1 or 
it'll elevate to 274 to 1. Um, so the levels just are not right or not accurate. So basically, this is like a whole actual thing. And I feel like we look at it as if it's just like, well, it is, you know, we can't help it. That's what happened when Eve ate the apple and this is what we have to deal with. But literally, we are ex- experiencing anxiety. We are experiencing depression. We are experiencing like extreme like dehydration as well, which does all kind of other things to the body. So I just started recently, like literally one week, I was like rageful. I was like mad for nothing. I looked at something on Instagram, some stuff, you know, Instagram gives you access to things I feel like you're just not supposed to really just see. And it just made me way madder than like anything should ever make a person. And I was like, why am I feeling like this? I was sleeping a lot, um, crying. I cry a lot already because I just do. Um, not in a bad way. I'm just very, like my tears are just very much so just ready to come out with whether I'm happy, sad, thinking, joyous, anything. But yeah, but I was crying for like no reason. I would just start talking to somebody, just blah, all that stuff. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Let me like research this. And it definitely was a part of the whole PMS situation. So um, I was like, how can we combat this? Because don't nobody got time. And I found some vitamins and things. Basically, like, when you're missing nutrients, like your body is needy. Your mind is needy. Eric Badu talks about this, like, you're depleted. So like your brain is going all out of whack. So um, for people who experience crazy ass PMS, thank God I haven't really. But the dose I did get of it, y'all, women are strong as fuck. Y'all can't tell us shit. We deal with that on top of dealing with y'all stank asses. Like, come on. Y'all don't barely give us many breaks. Ugh. Anyways, so these are some supplements that you can take on a regular to make sure that your PMS is not taking your life away. So calcium and vitamin D, magnesium, zinc, and vitamin B6. Repeat that. Calcium, vitamin D, magnesium, zinc, and vitamin B6. Um, and one thing that I really took away from this little like research is like, PMS starts the week before your period and during your period. So that's two weeks out of the month when you are going bad shit. It's only four weeks in a month. So two weeks, you're out of whack. Two weeks, you're good. And I don't want people to confuse that with like actually being sad or actually being depressed and like know that they can do whatever, you know, take supplements or do whatever they have to do to kind of like combat those feelings, especially if you already are prone to depression or prone to anxiety and you think that like, you know, or or if you've overcame depression or anxiety and then it comes back because of PMS and you're like, what the fuck happened? And you kind of go into a spiral, know that that's just that. And I feel like once you realize like where the issue is and what the problem is, you can attack it head on, figure out what supplements you need head on and just keep it pushing. So that's why I really want to talk about this because I really was like, why am I sad? I have been sad in a long time. Of course, like normal sadness, but it was different. And it was just PMS, ugly ass PMS. So, and it's gone literally in three days. And I'm like, yo, well, thanks. Like, what the hell? Thank God it's not anything else. But yeah, also omega-3 fatty acids, Mediterranean food, Mediterranean diets, really, really good for um, PMSers. And yeah, men, um, I know the men, if y'all turn this off already, well, if you're listening, you haven't turned it off. I'm delusional. Um, I'm half asleep, y'all. But nah, men, y'all say y'all want to protect black women. Y'all say y'all are here for us. This is the stuff that y'all need to understand. Understand what we go through half of the month. This is what we are feeling and going through on behalf of your head ass, on behalf of your badass kids that we birthed out of our womb. So treat us right. We love y'all. Love us for a better freaking black world and just world period. Um, 
what else do I have to say about PMSing? I really hate even the term. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, your nutrition plays a role. Oh, yeah. So one of my friends, she would have like the worst cramps like growing up, like can't go to school type stuff. I know that's a lot of like women as well. Or like even if some women have like endometriosis, PCOS or anything like that. And so my friend went vegan. All of that just went out the door. Like cramps gone lighter cycles that whole nine so y'all that vegan just eating right period it can change your life it'll change your life um but yeah that's all I have to say about that um for peace of mind like let's try to be at peace even when our body is trying to take us out y'all we got this um love you guys so much next week we will be dropping on Thursday, back to schedule programming, um, and we'll have a guest, Sandra and her friend, not her friend, Sandra and I'm sleepy, Sandra and her partner, Kristen, will be talking about traveling abroad and different things like that. And then we have a lot of guests planned for the rest of the year and stuff like that. So super excited to continue this journey with you guys. Thanks for rocking with me. Please continue to share post tell a friend word of mouth is the best um oh shout out to Charlemagne the god for the black effect podcast network your girl is trying to slide up in there one day so or in one of these um networks that's definitely like a goal in the future so shout out to Charlemagne the god shout out to joe budden too for leaving spotify and telling everything it's a whole smear campaign going against Joe Budden right now. Y'all don't believe the hype. Spotify is trying to take him out. Um, but yeah. Love y'all. And um, thanks for tuning in to the For Your Thoughts podcast where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. I will hear from y'all. or I'll, I will. Y'all will hear from me next week. And I hope to hear from y'all um, throughout the week per usual. I love getting y'all's DMs. Y'all know I do. So yeah. Good night. Peace out. Adios.